I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Welcome to a new episode of Australian Jams. I've lost count at which number it is, maybe 14. Um, totally stoked to have Becky Witten here today. I've known Becky for maybe seven months now through work with one of my artists. She's been, she's an amazing producer. Um, and finally we get to meet in person today after many, many emails of me saying, I'm sorry, sir, so sorry it's taking me so long to get back to you. So that's been our relationship till this point. <laughs> so welcome, Becky. <laughs> Tell us who you are and what you do. Thanks, Gemma. <laughs> um, well, I do a fair few things at the moment. Um, I'm doing a bunch of my own music as AFA, which has been really fun. Yeah. Working on a new record, which is like by turns elating and maddening. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, been working on a lot of music with other people as well. So I do some production stuff for other people and then do mixing, mastering, and recently like heaps of vocal recording and production. Oh, awesome. Which, yeah, I love it so much because my background is mainly in singing. Like before I learned how to engineer or anything, I just like taught people how to sing yeah. and make so choral music. I've actually heard from a few people that you're the best vocal producer that they've ever worked with, and I think four oh people God. have told me that. <laughs> so, obviously, the vocal training has had an impact in that respect. Oh, wow, that's, like, so nice. <laughs> um, my day is made. <laughs> um, yeah, I think, um, well, I, the thing with producing vocals is it's kind of the same sort of vibe as like teaching singing in that you're just like making someone feel comfortable in a space yep. with their voice um except that like all the vocalists already know what they're doing so it's really <laughs> easy you don't have to teach them the basics of how to sing um and then you just get to like experiment with cool stuff like what piece of gear is gonna like make your voice sound that extra level of awesome or like what kind of little lick is gonna add something to that moment yeah. in the song and yeah yeah well I can say that one of those artists is actually one of my artists who can't say a bad word about Becky so if anyone needs to do some vocal <laughs> recording definitely hit her up because it does sound amazing 
um, first-hand experience. Okay. Thanks, Gemma. <laughs> um, let's jump straight into the songs. And you've actually chosen three songs by quite interesting vocalists. So that's that's cool to start off with. Yeah. Um, I feel like maybe the one to start with is Make Me Uncomfortable by C. Vera. Yes. Um, she is an incredible vocalist. Tori is an incredible vocalist. Um, this song... So what I think is interesting about the vocals in this song is the contrast between the vocal performance and the lyrics. Yeah. Because Tori has such a, an, in many ways, delicate voice. Like, she can inject a lot of power into it but her songs always open up in this quite like precise like beautiful way um but then what she's singing about is often this like really brutal like um often very physical visceral way of kind of talking about how she wants people to like get close to her like it's almost like violent she wants people to like to break down her walls or have you listened to that song caving yes yeah um I'm, the first line of that is literally like open my lungs place your hands inside my chest yeah. so it gets kind of gory but it's like delivered in such a like beautiful almost like fairy-like way mm. um and that's such a powerful contrast for me i, I i'm really interested in that in vocalists like how they can kind of like create create contrasts that like that make the image fully fleshed out um so this song and basically the whole um ep that they've kind of been gradually putting out as singles is just about um like intimacy and how difficult it is yeah um and how like how so often you just have these barriers to getting close to people and you kind of want them to remove the barriers but maybe you also don't want those barriers to go away because they're protecting you um and I think that's like a really a really emotive message when you've basically been in any relationship as a woman right like um yeah yeah definitely a big fan of Tori and Dan's work yeah I, I found as well as the vocal and obviously that's if anyone's listening listened to this in the past they know that I'm a big fan of a really good vocal and how important that can can be to the song but the production and that build in the chorus is is so kind of special and I think that supported that vocal line that you described really really well and it kind of became a complete song when it got to that point as well and I thought that was a really cool thing about about this song yeah yeah Yeah. I mean one of my favorite things about Sevira is how collaborative the writing seems to be like um just having chatted to Tori a little bit about her process with Dan um they seem to both have their hands really in the production pie like they a crafting it's not so much that kind of like you know bits get chucked on at different stages they're like working the production into the songwriting which Mm. I think like you can really tell in that build yeah um yeah yeah. it's a very cool song and they're supporting Woods uh next week actually Mm. and I broke your heart by saying that we couldn't talk about Origami by Woods this episode (laughs) because uh 
I spoke about the, that song last last episode. <laughs> I so badly wanted to speculate <laughs> about what star sign L is because I feel like Origami is just such a Virgo song because it's like, you know, like, let's fall in love, but we're going to do it in a very structured way. <laughs> um, but we'll save that for another time. <laughs> this makes me realise why you and Eilish get along so well too. <laughs> Eilish is noted for her star signs and her interest in that. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. Oh, yes, well, um, <laughs> we won't say anything bad about Torians. <laughs> um, all right, well, off the back of that, let's have a quick listen to Make Me Uncomfortable by Vera and uh, make sure you catch them on the road. I talking about how my next song is uh, Becky's favourite of the three that I've chosen, so let's start with that. We can only go down from here, right? Um, (laughs) uh, So I've chosen Joke Dream by Tom Calder, who some people may know as Daggy Man, some people may know him as The Trouble with Templeton. Um, I'm not quite sure why he chose to create a new kind of thing, but cool. I chose this song because it's so, so strange, and just weird but really intriguing in that way it's not it's not so weird that it's unlistenable or anything which some stuff can go in that direction but I think this one kind of every time it it changes that little bit in the song you're like oh it's a new bit of it now okay what's this bit about and yeah it's kind of feels a little bit schizophrenic in that respect like it's two people's perspective coming at each other or something like that cool I hadn't thought about it like that but that makes a lot of sense Yeah, I love how just, like, it feels just so slightly unsettling. Yeah. Like, the vocal performance is just a a tiny bit slurred, and the production is just, like, a little bit, like... I mean, it's it's so sparse that... I mean, there's something about sparse production that always kind of seems normal. Unless it's, like, Arca or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but, yeah, like, it's instruments that feel familiar but are just, like, skewed in this, like, weird way. Yeah. I, I listened to this just, like, once on my way here, but this, these are my first impressions. <laughs> um, and I, I just love how y- you seem to be approaching it through, like, a haze. Yeah. Um, so I'm interested to know more about Tom Calder. Um, so you were saying that he has been in a couple of bands previously. Yeah, and he does a lot of uh, film stuff, I believe, as well. Wow, okay. Yeah, so he's kind of just all over arts, artsy kind of dude. But, and yeah. what what sort of stuff was he making in the previous projects? Um, Daggy Man, probably just kind of real lyricist-based stuff, folky singer-songwriter kind of stuff but really kind of intense that's probably the best way to describe his music is intense everything he does is like right here in your face and you kind of can't avoid it and 
words. It really gets the message across kind of thing. And then Trouble with Templeton, I don't know, like an old rock band without it being an old rock band. Okay. I'm terrible at describing music. Good thing I have a podcast about music. <laughs> <laughs> um, they did a, They did a really, really beautiful cover of the Postal Service, The District Sleeps Alone Tonight. And it was, and that song probably describes them as a band quite well. Cool. Um, it's, it was a really, really beautiful cover a few years ago um, for like a version. And yeah, that maybe that gives you a perspective of the kind of band they are. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, this is interesting. I'm I'm definitely like putting together because this is outside of the world that I am usually yeah. making music in. <laughs> I'm mixing music in, and um, and I feel like you're giving me an education with the three songs that you've chosen <laughs> yeah. today in indie rock. Um, For the which, first time ever, I've chosen all guitar music as well. Which I love that because I mean it was something that I listened to heaps when I was in high school and you know college, and um, now I'm kind of like well. Maybe I should get back into it again because, <laughs> <laughs> because these three songs have sold me. <laughs> there you go. We're yeah. doing a service to the community. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, let's listen to a little bit of the very strange but also excellent Joke Dream by Tom Calder. Becky, your next song. Okay, my next song is um, by one of my favourite local artists. Her name is Freya. Yes. And it's called Breath and Chime, this song. Um, So this was a thing. When I was trying to choose my songs, I was like, okay, I can't, like, go all out and just pick only songs I've worked on in an engineering (laughs) capacity. (laughs) And I think I've been pretty restrained. Two of my songs are not like touched by me in any way <laughs> um but um this song I did get to master yeah. so um which I feel stoked about it was it was a beautiful um beautiful time just like mastering the record that this song is from um which is hasn't been released yet but when it comes out get ready because it's just full like every song is good like yeah every every song um anyway so um I initially met Tamara when I who does Freya um when I was running these like nights for women and non-binary performers out in Elston week wow um and um she came and performed her set and um very politely before she played she was like um can I please have just just as much reverb as possible on my vocal and then so I turned up the reverb and then she proceeded to just like deliver the most powerful fucking vocal performance that I've like maybe ever heard live like honestly um and yeah it was just like so impressive in this in this tiny kind of warehouse space like it's it's a really funny place it's kind of like got um lots of indoor plants and doubles as like a yoga center and has like rugs and paintings on the walls and it's it's a good vibe um but yeah just like yeah, such a such a such a picture I'm painting here. Um, anyway, so this song is my favorite, I think, from the record. Um, just a lot because of the melodies that she's used. They just really make me feel comfortable and make me feel like 
you know when you hear songs and it's like you've heard them a hundred times before when it's the first listen? Yeah. It's totally that vibe. Um, and so I think this one just earned its, like, little, I don't know, I'm about to say something really cliched. It earned its place in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's not cliche at all. <laughs> um, I really liked the way the vocal sits that just a little bit back in the mix. It's not the, like one thing that's on top of everything it sits amongst the production instead of on top of it and I found that really interesting the way that she used her voice as part of the production instead of as something separate to it yeah well so she has a lot of influence from like obviously like some emo stuff but also shoegaze yeah um and this song I think is just like tapping into more of the shoegazy side of her artistic persona um which is cool I just love like I always found that style really relaxing and I also kind of uh, you know when you're in high school and you're like I want to be in a shoegaze band because you don't have to like make eye contact with the audience (laughs) 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 so if anyone wants to be in a shoegaze band with me (laughs) there you go (laughs) the the new thing of next year will be Becky's shoegaze band with random Australian jams listeners. Let's <laughs> yes, make this please. happen. <laughs> Maybe Freya will be in it. That would be sick. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, she, <laughs> I don't know what I would do in the band, though. Because this is the thing. She's also so multi-talented. Like, she's done everything on this record. Except I think there's, like... Wait, no, I shouldn't give spoilers. Anyway. Um... <laughs> She's done, like, so much, like, she's produced it all and mixed it all herself, um, and there are so many instruments in it. It's just so impressive to me. Yeah. Um, yeah, huge stuff. Yeah. Well, let's have a, a little bit of a listen to it. Um, this is A Bit of Breath and Chime by Freya. about a song that took me back to I think it was 2012 when I went to Splendour the only time I've ever gone to Splendour in the grass Um, it's Dominoes by Last Dinosaurs and the reason it takes me back is because that that Splendour they just released Honolulu or had just recent like it was recent Um, and that was the big thing and it just went off at Splendour and all that kind of stuff and then I kind of forgot about them for a bit and I didn't listen, there were there were albums in between, I think, and I'm a terrible person, I didn't even know. And now they've released this after ages, and this kind of takes me back to kind of the heyday of Last Dinosaurs and everything I loved about them and how fun they are and that kind of bright, vibrant feel. And Yeah, I don't know. I just, it was very exciting to see a new song by them pop up even though apparently there have been some saying, I'm going to stop talking now. What do you think of this? <laughs> no, this was cool. Um, I honestly, I'm a total noob, and this is the first. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Song of theirs that I've l- ever listened to, I no. think, like unless I've accidentally listened to something and not known. <laughs> um, and yeah, really cool, like such a positive feel. I mean, this kind of made me want to like listen to bands like, you know, the Pillows and the Shins <laughs> again. <laughs> are, like, are they named after that Pillows song? I actually have no idea. That I'm so bad right um, now. Oh, anyway, I, I th- no. I'm pretty sure like, yeah, the Pillows have a song that's like pretty similar to their band to the last like it's like the last dinosaur or something anyway um this is a terrible tangent but I think <laughs> I um so anyhow <laughs> um I um I, I tried to figure out what the lyrics were saying in this song um but I couldn't quite like maybe it's just because they're kind of abstract imagery things yeah. but I couldn't quite figure it out I, you I'm revealing myself as like a massive lyric nerd in this podcast <laughs> as well um but anyway so I spent a lot of time and I was trying to piece it together but let me know if you have insights into that that I don't have because I was trying to unravel the mystery and failed I I don't think I was able to unravel the mystery either. I was too busy just, like, jamming Bopping. in my seat yeah, at work. okay. This is a lesson for me. Sometimes you just need to, like, have a happy time listening to fun music <laughs> and not be like, what does it mean about birds? <laughs> um, what does it mean about birds? <laughs> oh, we're losing it a little bit, so let's have a listen to this and gather ourselves. Fall again in the same track with a different is really beautiful tell us so i picked leave your heart by braille face um largely because uh i listened to this song so the first time i listened to this song i just kind of like absorbed all the production i was like okay i need to go away and rethink my whole record now (laughs) (laughs) um but um i think like so this one I'm not going to go down the lyrics nerd train again. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about production for a while. I, uh, the thing that I like the most about this is how, like, different little bits of, like, distortion or, like, dirtiness in some of the instrumentation versus, like, clean sounds sweeping through create such a sense of space. Yeah. In it. Um, and it's obviously got this, like, beat to it as well that is, like, a little bit unhinged and just, like propels you along in this kind of loping way that's like 
satisfying. It's like almost like um, going on like an amusement park ride where you know everything's under control, but like it sometimes almost doesn't feel like it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and so. I mean, I don't think I'm going to change my whole record to sound like Braille Face. We're very different people. But there was a little moment where I had a little heart attack and I was like, oh, oh, people are good at music. <laughs> um, anyway, um, I think a little bit of lyrics nerdery. Um, I think like the message of this is kind of political. Uh, is that what you read in it? A little bit into that, yeah, um, for sure. And I think that's why it was kind of cool the way the vocal fit with the production because the production was really staccato and, like, as you said, kind of pushing you along a little bit, whereas the vocal kind of flowed. Yeah. So it was like a weird juxtaposition between those two. Yeah. And, I mean, this is this is very nerdy, but one of the things that I like about it too is that it's this song about kind of losing compassion and then and the vocal is um like as opposed to a lot of Braille Face's previous stuff which is so kind of warm and forward and um you know piano driven yeah um on his record um this vocal is it has a lot of like the mid-range frequencies, sorry to re-engineer <laughs> for a second, um, like kind of stripped out of it and it's and it's very ghostly and um, and that kind of fits with the theme of the song, I think, like leave your heart, like where did you leave your heart? Yeah. Um, back there with those mid-range frequencies. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, um, I really love Braille Face's whole package kind of thing um, between the... Music itself and how how beautifully that's done, plus the visuals and and everything they kind of put together in the package, like playing with a what was it a nine piece band the other night yeah. on a tiny oh tiny god. stage and like oh my god I have a funny story about this yes so um one of my friends was playing a gig at the Grace Darling on the same night as Brailleface um was doing the nine piece band thing and she was like so I need like four DIs for my set but Brailleface has taken all the Grace Darling's DIs <laughs> she was really mad <laughs> um I think she figured it out though you'd hope so anyway so they were using nine DIs to put that together. Wow. It's pretty epic. At the Grace Darling, which, the Grace which Darling. the stage is not large. Not large. Um, but I imagine, like, I didn't get to go along to either of those shows, sadly. <laughs> um, it was like a late one in the studio, but it was, um, it sounds like it must have been overwhelming. Yeah. Um, yeah. And Severa supported, didn't they? Yeah. Yes. True. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think of that when I was putting this list of songs together. That works out. Well, they do well. fit together quite well. But yeah, <laughs> I really enjoy the whole package and I believe I could be very wrong, but I think Brianna Davis took the took a lot of the recent photos and she's been working really closely with Spirit Level and I think her her photography style mixed with Spirit Level's kind of whole vibe is a really awesome combination and I'm I glad that too. they found each other. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I think there's so much effort that goes into the curatorship of, of Jordan Braillefaces whole kind of aesthetic. Um, and he is obviously like when he's thinking about his music and his production, thinking about putting it into a world 
as well as just having, you know, the world that you make in your head as you listen to it. Um, and he's done so much. Like, I'm not sure if you saw um, for his album, uh, they did, uh, I guess, like, it's almost like a VR website yeah. um, where you just kind of browse through this like um really like vinyl williams-esque uh hazy like drug trip landscape basically <laughs> and as you tilt your phone around it like moves and you listen to the album as you like go through this kind oh, of like, so cool. fantasy landscape um yeah it was really really beautiful um and it brings a lot to to electronic music particularly um, when you don't have that kind of clear idea in your head of like who's playing what instrument in the mm. band sort of thing it's like it's almost like instead of thinking about like band members you can think about you know floating 3d objects <laughs> um, yeah that's cool I'll have to check that out um, I might check it out while we have a quick listen to leave your heart by Briar Place. Hey, it's a good idea. Yeah, let's do Uh, to continue my vibe of 2012, I think, Splendor and Positive Music, um, I've gone with a Ballpark Music song. They've released, I think, their fifth record. I'm so bad with, like, correct things today, so apologies, everyone. Um, <laughs> they released the new record called Good Mood, uh, and The Perfect Life Does Not Exist is one of the singles, I think, off that. Um... I just love what ballpark music bring to the table every time they do something and you'll hear criticism of them for being whatever they are, for not being cool enough or any of that kind of stuff but I think what they do and the way they bring so much positivity to people by playing music that is quite upbeat, it's fun but it's also superbly written, there's a lot to be said for that. Like. I did, uh, I remember seeing a tweet after Splendor, they'd only released the first album at that point I believe, and they played It's Nice To Be Alive in front of a whole ten of people who were just really happy, and someone had written, there's something to be said for a band that can get a whole crowd of people singing that it's nice to be alive, especially in like the climate of today and blah blah, and I thought that's actually quite a good point no matter what the situation is, to bring so much positivity to people is not an easy thing to do. And the fact that they do it in such a great way, I don't know. I'm just a big fan. And this song, to me, continues that. It's upbeat, it's fun, and it's really, really well written. So, yeah, that's my spiel about ballpark music. Yeah. Oh, this is so nice. I love that we're finishing on a really happy note. Yeah. <laughs> um, although, yes. I did question whether yes. this song is genuinely a happy song or not before um I don't know like I mean it obviously leaves you with that really positive impression like yes. the music is happy music and maybe that's always the ultimate story when it comes to like you know what the what the takeaway is from yeah. the song but the lyrics 
suggest something slightly darker. Like, it's about, like, I mean, it's, okay, let me just quickly Google this. Is this really bad? Am I allowed to Google <laughs> yes. while I'm on? Um, I also got Tori to send me all the lyrics to make me uncomfortable before. Amazing. Um, but I didn't use my cheat sheet, so. <laughs> I'm definitely using mine. With a pen that I lost the cap of, so I'm really sad, so I'm using it as much as possible before it's dead. Just thought I'd throw that in there. <laughs> That's important. <laughs> it was a sad okay. day. Um, okay, the perfect life does not exist. Um, last night is sinking in. It's on my blood and on my skin. I feel it ringing in my head, colliding with my day. I mean, that sounds, like, kind of dark, but then it's just like, okay, let's let go of that because the perfect life does not exist. Maybe it's just, like, a cathartic thing. It's like yeah. acknowledging that, you know... There's, like, the stain of last night, but let's just focus on, you know, being real and happy. Yeah. That, that was my <laughs> takeaway from it anyway. Just, yeah. like, yeah, bad stuff happens, but it happens to everyone. No one's got the perfect life. Just make the most of it, most of what you've got kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Oh, well, um, I will... I'll learn from you, ballpark music. (laughs) (laughs) I'm very appreciative of the, like, lesson in indie rock, Australian indie rock, that you're giving me today, (laughs) Joe. It's important for me. Break out of my electronic shell. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because usually I do choose all electronic stuff, and today I don't know what happened. Maybe, yeah, I actually don't know what happened. I was just like, no, guitar music everywhere. So there you go. That, there you have it. Let's listen to some guitar music. And this is The Perfect Life Does Not Exist by Ball, Ballpark Music. Unfortunately, we're pretty much done today, and it's going to take Becky a long time to get home because all the trains aren't working in my area, so apologies. Oh, that's something to look forward to. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But you have a new song coming out. Tell us. Oh, I do. Um, It is a collaboration with my friend Ryan, who makes beats as Wayfarer. Um... Oh, how much am I allowed to tell you? What do you want to know? <laughs> so it'll be out next week. Next, yeah, so next Wednesday. The 14th? The 14th. Excellent. Correct. Um, and uh, I can sing a little bit of it for you. Yes, yes, issues with it, trust, it. issues with trust. No, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should edit this part out. <laughs> That's actually how it goes. <laughs> anyway, um, no, it's um, it's quite fun. I think it's fun. I don't know, I described it as fun um, when I was, like, talking to a couple of my friends recently and they were like, mm, pretty sure it's still a dark, sad song from you, Becky. It's like all the rest of your songs. And I was like, oh, thanks. <laughs> but anyway, I had a lot of fun writing it. Yeah. Um, and I don't collaborate heaps. 
Uh, so working with Ryan was like super fun and new and, yeah. and surprisingly easy. Like I know when you work by yourself heaps, you kind of think like collaboration, it's going to be like so nerve wracking, you know? Um, but it flowed really easily and we were on the same wavelength with all the production choices and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Just, um, just came out. (laughs) That's so awesome. Yeah. And other than that, have you got gigs or anything happening? Um, I'm playing on the 24th of March at ASO Studio, um, just on Brunswick Street, uh, supporting, so I grew up in Canberra, and, um, one of my, like, favourite musicians from Canberra is touring Amazing. Um, and I'm just supporting him, his name's Ruben Ingle. Cool. It's just, like, an experimental kind of dream poppy dude. Um, yeah, so it should be a really fun time. It's a beautiful little space. It's just a tiny box, and you can turn it into whatever world you want it to be, basically. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've recently supported Chloe? Yeah, that was just last end of last year. Um, that was amazing. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Uh, they pulled out all the stops. Like, they had this epic lights show and um and you know their live arrangements are like really like some of the key songs that you love of clothes um they like totally rearrange them for live in this way that's just so satisfying when you're listening (laughs) um that's so cool yeah so hopefully we see lots more of becky this year hopefully that record that you've got happening Oh my gosh, yeah, well, I mean, records take a lot of finishing, um, but you'll definitely hear something from it this year. Yes, excellent. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming all this way, and hopefully the trains aren't too much of an issue. Um, I'll just hitchhike back. Yeah, I I really, (laughs) the suburbs, man. Um, (laughs) But I just want to say that you should just keep listening to Australian Jam, subscribe, review, whatever you want to do wherever you listen and make sure you go and listen listen and buy or stream legally becky's music is afa um absolute champ and yeah let's uh we'll see you in two weeks i think yeah thanks Gemma. thanks <laughs> bye catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com let's get this dinner party started Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BolinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.